This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Keep Food Simple. Do you have a busy, hectic lifestyle? Always on the go, too busy to cook, and find yourself eating way too much fast food? Keep Food Simple is a Southern California-based food prep service that offers customized meals for all types. Whether you're a vegan, plant-based, whole food, paleo, gluten-free, keto, whatever it may be, Keep Food Simple has got you covered. It's time to take control of your health, boost your overall energy, and feel great about how you eat. Keep Food Simple offers delivery services in LA, San Bernardino, Orange County, and Riverside County. Orders can be placed at keepfoodsimpleprep.com. That's keepfoodsimpleprep.com. Use promo code Herb20 for 20% off your first week of meals. All right, guys, let's get into this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, like the video, leave me a comment, let me know how I'm doing, what more you'd like to hear about. Also, you can, this whole herb session thing can be found on just about any platform now. It's on iTunes, as well as you Android users, it's going to be on SoundCloud. Everything will be linked in the video description. Thanks for listening. Appreciate all the support. Enjoy. cool now these days. So, yeah, it's good. Welcome back, folks, to another episode <laughs> of the podcast. I'm here with big boy, thicky, Chrissy Herb, co-founder <laughs> of Herb Sessions. And I really appreciate if you didn't call me that. So, Chrissy? Yeah. Chrissy? Makes me want to murder you, but sorry. Oh, that's good seeing you, man. I haven't seen you in a while. It's been <clears throat> months. Months, yeah, dude. It's almost been whew. last time I seen you. Uh, I think before COVID, moving or? back to California. I think it was the last oh, time. That was you saw me. Yeah, that was the last time, right? So March, April. Yeah. Something like that. Somewhere in there. So here we are. Your ass decided to come back. Making the best of it. So Yeah. By the way, sorry about the video coloring folks. Uh for those uh, watching on YouTube. Chris looks like he has jaundice. Definitely have jaundice. Um it's just the lighting. I'm I don't have money <laughs> yet for lighting. <laughs> you know, this is this is not cheap. So mm-hmm. but cheers and Cheers. Your little Diet Coke there. Oh. Dude. Dude. <laughs> fix your phone. So anybody's watching so on You're technically IG, like I'll, not savvy. <laughs> IG live. I apologize. This is a go. There you go. Something like that. Anyway. So. I can hear you. I can't, I can't see but I can't you. See you. Where are you? So, anybody on IG watching, post your questions, concerns. Um, <laughs> anyway, how you doing, Russ? How's things going? How's life? I'm all right. <laughs> what's what's bothering you, man? <laughs> Oh, what is it? You know now, what I dude? like about what is it now, dude? <laughs> what, what now, <laughs> bro? I got something to tell you. What now? 
you know, because it's like if I don't ask you, you're gonna ask me. We're gonna have the same conversation. So, uh, I mean, do you try not to? Oh, sorry. Everybody can hear the dings and the your, bra- your bracelets too. I mean, you can use. Just turn, I'm not sure what to do the, with my hands right now. Turn like, the metal pieces around so they don't hear like scratching. All right, that's all. Okay. <laughs> that's my fingernails. It's your big sausage finger. Hey man, that's rude. <laughs> I don't really know what to do <laughs> with my hands. hands right now. So what's going on with you, Ricky man? Bobby? Has two first names. Ricky Bobby. Wow. So part one of the part three series. This is part two of three. <laughs> well, this part is part three. one, fool. You said part one of three, and you, then you're like part two of. <laughs> Forgot how to count already. <laughs> Come on, fool. No, because we had like part one, long you know, a few months ago. It's part two of three. Oh, you're you're going back that far, <laughs> and then okay. tomorrow. You explain yourself. Dude. Tomorrow we'll go People three. People are going to be so confused. I'm sorry. I had to catch you. So. Anyways, what's going on with you, man? What's new? No, let's talk about it. Nothing really, just work. Uh, I got back from Chicago. Yeah, Chicago was fun, hot. Yeah, dude, really hot, hot, man. Let's talk about let's talk about Chicago because we had kind of a little conversation earlier. We get kind of deep with this. What do you want to know about so, my favorite city Chicago. that I'm not from? <laughs> Apparently I know everything. You've been there three times. You know everything about Chicago. So you go to Chicago, right? You come back, and I didn't know this about Chicago until you were talking about this with your last uh, podcast with um, what's his name? Johan. Johan, the uh, the boxer. Wait, no, sorry, policeman, firefighter, <laughs> 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 MMA, <laughs> MMA fighter. Policeman, <laughs> firefighter, MMA fighter, <laughs> all the above. <laughs> Bat boy. <laughs> so listen, police officer, <laughs> MMA fighter, former go. marine. There we go. If you haven't checked that episode, folks, go check it out. You guys really good. watch that episode. It's actually very interesting. Um, a lot of good stuff came out of that episode. So with that said, you had mentioned um, Chicago being one of these. States Chicago is the city, obviously, but in the city, the the way they built it was for segregation. Is that correct? Yeah, when they started doing the um, putting in freeways and things like that, like constructing the city, when they got further out, they started. In most cities, when you start to look at it, um, New York was another one, like no, not New York, but uh, Brooklyn. There's another one of those stories where they purposely go in and segregate by building infrastructure throughout the city to separate black white communities, which is very fascinating because I don't know of any other city that I didn't know this. It's not something that's in the history books, right? It's not something that's publicly broadcasted as. This is what happened in the city. Unless mm-hmm. you actually live there, I don't even know if you live there. If you know that, do you know? Do you know that? I mean, what's? The, I don't know. I don't. I, I'm again. I'm not from there. This is information I recently learned, and uh, once that 
bill passed uh, or that bill they're trying to still pass in Congress uh, infrastructure, right? That really, really expensive one. This is for one of those many reasons why people are voicing and speaking up because it, you know, it, it's happened that I don't think they can reroute freeways at this point, but they need to acknowledge the fact that we, when this was built, this was built for the, these reasons and we need to fix those reasons. Yeah. And a lot of it has to do with like underpassings, like bridges were built just enough, low enough where buses, um, uh, food, things like that could not get into these lower income communities, quote, lower income right, right. communities well, that I mean, didn't need to be really low income. They could have done just fine if they had the fair, um, fair, like opportunities as everyone else, I guess. Yeah. So I think it's, uh, I mean, I don't want to get too political on podcast, but like, you find it fascinating, dude. Like, you can be political. It's fine. Well, I mean, do you just find it fascinating at at our age, right? We're what, thirty five, thirty seven, mid thirties, dude. Dude, like twenty fifth of this month, I'll be good old fashioned thirty five. <laughs> You're on the uphill, man. I'm on the uphill. I'm I'm thirty seven. I'm pushing thirty eight. But anyway, I'm getting on that test, dude. You just get <laughs> mm, fucking rock. I'll start running some gear. Just get. Jacked. Mm, yeah, get a son. But like, we're still. I I think it's still just. It's interesting that we're still fighting. The same shit that has been fighting. We've been fighting for what? For how many years now? Like just equal rights. Like since, equal fucking since forever. Like what? Why is this still even an issue? You know. Like why can't we just? I'll get be along. okay. Just get along. You know, like we're still fucking stubborn people that will just not be okay with the way things are. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's just that whole, I don't like to say privileged because mm. no one's really privileged. Everything comes with a price, I feel. Um, some just are born into better opportunities than others but even those greater opportunities come with consequences um, I'm sure someone will disagree with that but um, just because we were born quote unquote this white family uh, it wasn't always great you know what people think white families are and but unfortunately the black community has from we can write it down has always been struggling with uh you name it prejudice everything everything. stereotyping everything and it's still it's still stronger than ever you know if not stronger because you got derelicts like uh Mr. Trump in there just amping these you say derelicts derelict derelict (laughs) derelict my own boss you know, you got guys like that and they're just railing off and not being sensitive to the matter, you know, is it's cut deep for a lot of folks. Yeah. You know? I, I agree. I mean, I get Oh, what's interesting about it all is like I was talking to a guy that was my my barber, my barber this morning, cutting hair, right? 
He's my uh, cut hair, right? Is that what barbers do? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're they're therapists too. Just so you know, they're fucking certified therapists. I cut my own hair, bro. <laughs> so you talk to yourself in the mirror when mm-hmm. you cut your hair, right? Like, damn, yeah, I lined it up <laughs> all right. <laughs> that line looks good. Damn, uh, I missed the spot, homie. Damn, dude, I'm going bald. <laughs> I am going bald, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I'm looking in the mirror today. I'm like, damn, I'm losing hair like no other. <laughs> well, when you're stressed and uh, yeah, stressed. You've help. always had like thin hair though. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. So. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> <You> don't. <laughs> but no, what we were, we were talking about is uh, As, uh shout out to my boy Eli. But I'm just saying, so gen- generationally, like, you think about, um. We, you know, turn your mic into want to have a better life for our children, right? Every generation has always been. Hopefully, I want you got to make good parents. Want, <laughs> <laughs> you think back though, like every generation is like, I want to make a better life for my children. Like I want them to have a better life than I did. But what is that? If you think, of, if you really look deep into that, every generation, if you go back to even our parents, our grandparents, their grandparents how much how stressed how much work they put in the life that they lived to make it better for us but yet we're doing the exact same thing to make it better for our kids we're stressed we're working our ass off to make it better like generationally it still continues even though like oh we're gonna make a better life for our kids it's the exact same thing that previously has happened with our parents and our grandparents if that makes sense like yeah we want to make it better sure but we're doing the exact same things we're stressed out we're working all these hours we're tired we're trying to pay the bills put clothes on the kids backs we're in fucking who knows how much debt just to make our kids feel like they've had a better life than we have that's why i don't have kids bro (laughs) (laughs) So there. And on that note, it was good talking with you guys tonight. And that'll be it. Um, I get it, man. Like, I don't have kids. I don't plan on having kids. Um, Dude, I gave you a coaster. Put (laughs) your soda can on it so I don't hear the dings. Bro, they can hear everything. Yeah. (laughs) God damn. Oh, it's so good to see you, man. I love talking to you. I'm so amped up on Mountain Dew. This table's expensive, bro. Okay, I have any watermarks on my table here, man. These are my things. My bad, bro. My bad. I don't have a lot of things, but this, but this these things. These things. You know. These count. These this count. this one counts. <laughs> Alright, man. I get it. I get it, dude. You work pretty hard. You want your kids to have a better life. And from what I see, they have a pretty good life, Whoa. better than what you went through. I mean, your last story, people were just in shock. And we didn't even finish that story. We I don't even know where we ended it. We're going to finish it now, though. Uh, I believe, you know, I was going to go back and listen. I I believe it's when, we, when you got married. And then uh, mm. from that point. Is where we stop. Mm. We don't have to talk about that. We can save that for I'm gonna say for tomorrow after we do the ice bath. We can save it for <laughs> we do the ice bath. Uh no, I you know 
Do you feel like your kids have a better life than yours? So, I don't want to say that they have a better life. I I want to I want to say that they're more understanding of how life works. So, if anybody knows me, you know, truly knows me, has been around me, like I'm a very simplistic person. I don't need a lot of things. I don't want a lot of things. Like you walk into my home, like there's no couch. There's a TV with a little TV stand. There's a beanbag. There's a mattress on the floor. There's a little grill in the kitchen too <laughs> yeah. or what? You're homeless no. with an apartment? <laughs> we have beds. But all I'm saying is, you know, it. there's a difference between needs and wants. And, sure. you know, the idea of like, I need to have all these things to make me feel happy when in reality they don't really make you happy. So I had a conversation with my kids a couple weeks ago, which blew my mind because they taught me something about life that I already kind of knew, but they brought it up as hey, dad, like money doesn't buy you happiness. Like just cause you have money doesn't mean you're going to be happy. And I'm like, wow, that's coming from, a nine-year-old and a thirteen-year-old, and I'm like, "Oh no, man! When I get money, it makes me kind of stoked." No, I'm no, and so like we had this, better. we had this conversation of, "You're right. Money may not always buy happiness, but it it can make you happy in the moment. It can it can bring you happiness. Now, is that happiness like sustaining for life? Maybe, maybe not. But our idea of happiness is different between you and I." Mm-hmm. Like what makes you happy definitely probably may or may not make me happy. But we create our own happiness. Like we're the ones that decide what's going to make us happy. Like you can't make me happy. I decide, hey, if my brother Russ wants to make me happy and my whole life revolves around Russ making me happy, like then you better fucking make me happy, Russ. Like do some shit that's going to make me happy. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Yeah, I get you. That makes sense. So, no, it's just an interesting conversation. Of, I'm I'm very simplistic, very just like I live life simply. I don't need a lot of things that make me happy. Sure, I want a lot of things. Like, don't get me wrong, nice things are great. I want them. That'd be a new set of clothes, a new car, a new home. Like, sure, yeah. that would make everyone happy, right? Yeah, but it's not like an absolute necessity you know like we don't absolutely need it to survive to make it through so i mean take it take it for what's worth but um just a simple fact like i've always i think i've told you this too is i think everyone should visit a third world country live in a third world country for a week or two and actually come back and realize how much you're grateful for. Because you go to a third world country, they have nothing, man. They have nothing. Live on the dirt. Dude, they drink fucking water out of the sewer, dude. Like, And they're the happiest people in the world. You come back to America, you find, psh, I ain't drinking out of that shit. You know, like. That's me, man. I ain't, on, I ain't living on the floor like. Fuck that, you know. We we take it for granted. 
It's funny you say that because I slept on an air mattress for the last week when I was in Chicago. And, uh, dude, my back is thrashed. And then I came home to my bed. I was like, you know what? It wasn't that bad, you know? <laughs> it could be, it could Life be ain't so that bad, worse, dude. Right? No, and bless their hearts. Like, James went out because there was a futon in there. And that futon, dude, was his hard as like <laughs> like uh bricks dude it was like laying on a bed of bricks there was no give even I, so the first night i stick a pillow under my back and i found one of these cushions and i had to like make a makeshift mattress mm -hmm. i was like man i can't uh, there's no way i can last a week and then uh james bought me or he bought an air mattress. I was like, oh, dude, I'll take it. <laughs> but even then, I, got dude, this, I wake up and I was like, oh, dude, you can feel your body just like everything just popping. Pop, 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 pop. But I was like, you know what? Dude, at least I can even sleep on an air mattress. And I came home. I was like, man, I'm so glad. I, I'm so glad <laughs> I go to work and have a nice bed. I'm so lucky. It is, man. Dude. Like we take so many things. The littlest things Grand. like having a comfortable bed, new. You just uh, so I started this thing. I don't know if I told you. Um, about man, it's a little over a month now. Um, sorry, da 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 da. The I started this grateful thing. So I, I watched this podcast called the Refiner, the Refinery, uh -huh. and it's three guys that get on just talking about their just talking husbands. About, <laughs> Just thought about, you know, yeah, exactly, you know, their lives, but it's all about refine, refining men, like making better men, having the hard conversations that men don't want to have. Like, and, um, what do you think those conversations are? Dude, like being a man, just being, like a, stop being a pussy and go do your job. That kind of, no, talk? it's not, it's not even that it's, it's more of. Being okay with having emotions and talking about those emotions. Actually having conversations with other men or even women being like, hey, I feel a certain way and I want to express this. But because we've been raised in society that says men have to be this masculine, tough guy. We don't show emotions because that shows weakness, right? That's why we've been it raised. it does. No, that's I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm just saying, but that's how we've been raised, right? That's what society yeah, will tell every, you. Every boy has been raised like that. But not in the grand screen scream, in the grand scheme of things, dude, you have emotions, right? You feel things. Mm -hmm. I have emotions, I feel things. But how often time do we feel like we can express those to people as a man? Not too often. Right? What the hell was it? Just dropping stuff. See, told you these mics pick up everything, bro. Pick up everything, dude. So these are good mics. It's good, good mics. I like them. Well, that's good. What have you learned? So, I mean, with all that said, I'm just saying, it's okay for guys to feel emotions, tears, happiness, sadness, you know, and it's okay to express that. And not feel ashamed about expressing that. I actually think it's super healthy for men to show emotion. 
whether it's by themselves with their wives, girlfriends, with their kids. I mean, I think, you know, myself personally, when I've had feelings of, you know, sadness or whatever with my girls, like they look at me and go, oh my God, you know, dad's crying. Dad, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I feel a certain way right now. I feel emotional, like, and this is how I feel. Like, I'm not going to hide it. And for them, it's like, wow, my dad, my dad has feelings. Like, he actually does feel something. He's not just this fucking tough guy that's, man, if I come to him, he's going to yell at me or whatever. Like, he actually will be sympathetic and understand, hey, if I'm having a bad day, hey, maybe I can go talk to my dad because, you know, maybe he does understand type of thing. So, but what I was getting at was the whole, was, was gratitude. Um, like a, over a month, it's been, yeah, probably like five, six weeks now. So I was listening to this podcast and one of the guys on there, John, um, talked about how he would wake up every morning and write down 10 things he was grateful for every morning to start the day. You think that works for everybody though? I, dude, so, I tried all that nonsense. I don't, sorry, not nonsense, but writing things down and what I'm grateful for. I know what I'm grateful for. And even when I wrote down when I'm journaling, didn't do anything for me. And that's all right. Didn't, I, I think don't it's it. more of a, um, just a, kind of a, I don't want to say habit, but more of just recognizing things in the world that you're going through. Because for me, it works for me because all I like, dude, especially now with life and what I'm going through with work and like just to stop for a minute and be like, okay, I'm having a shitty ass day. What is out there that is actually good? What's positive? What can I draw on today that's going to help me get through the rest of the day? Dude, Cholo Creeper. <laughs> Dude, I turn on Cholo Creeper. When I get a little bit, I turn on that fool. So That guy's so funny. <laughs> but, no, and I'm not saying it works for everyone. And I'm saying now you have to wake up and do 10 things in the morning. Because for me, and so the, the way this is done too is, you know, he's done, he wakes up, this is him, you know, wakes up, writes 10 things down that he's grateful for that day, and then has an alarm set throughout the day I think one alarm as soon as that alarm goes off throughout the day he stops and tells himself three things he's grateful for now however that works for whoever seems like a lot of work within your work day is it though because if I say hey Russ what are you grateful for right now (sighs) myself (laughs) (laughs) is it that hard my brilliances and my Strong bone features. Okay, 10 seconds. <laughs> 10 seconds it took you to say three things. That's all I'm saying is it doesn't take a lot. But what is it if supposed you have to, to do? See, what is it? What, it doesn't matter. Like, I think you get in more of a state of just being rewire, rewiring your mind to be in a more grateful state of, uh-huh. you know what? Yeah, I have all this shit going on during my day. I'm stressed. I have work to do. But if I can stop and just think of being grateful for what I have instead of what I want, what I need, 
um, it puts you in a different mindset of just being happy of for life. Like, hey, Russ, stop right now. Stop everything you're doing. Tell yourself three things you're grateful for right now. What do you got? Does it take you more than 15 seconds, 10 seconds to think of three things? Because if it does, man, you need to stop and kind of reevaluate your life because you should be able to think of three things you're grateful for like that. What if there's like three ridiculous things? Like the air I breathe, my heart's beating. Lube, Pornhub, Budweiser. Boom. <laughs> it doesn't matter, right? It's just, no. You could. I'm just saying, you could laugh all you want, but those things are, you can be grateful for those things, right? Because for whatever reason, they bring you some sort of happiness. And it's just a matter of fact of getting in into the habit of being grateful for life rather than pissing and moaning about all the problems you have. So does it work? I think for it you? works for me. Yeah, absolutely. That wouldn't work for me. So I can tell you that right now. Well, then it doesn't work for you. Because I go the opposite. Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> I got to work. Life. That's what keeps me going. All right, dude. Do you want to be in debt anymore? No. All right, All let's right. talk about that though. I'm gonna go to work. I'm gonna chill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just jostling you, man. I'm just busting on you, but well, no. So if you find things that work, that's great. But I've I've done all that therapy, meds. The only thing that's really worked is ice baths, dude. So far. Something super extreme where you're just like, I don't have time to be grateful. I just have time to breathe. You know? Yeah, no, that's true. I get it. So don't get me wrong. I'm grateful. I have a good life. It, it has its ups and downs, but the majority of it, dude, there's some people living in the dirt. No, and I, I, I will say that um, I think when you come from a state of gratefulness, that want some of this life tends to change a little bit for you. Got a gallon, gallon of buffalo trees. Great white, it's a big one. Great white buffalo. Great white buffalo. Great white buffalo. Shh. See if I can set it down softly. No. No. Nope. Nope. That's not it. Nope. No. You see how I did that? Lined it up with the eye there. Hold on. Let me get it. It still looks like herb sessions. You trying to flex? You throwing up your set, dude? What's your gang sign? No, don't do that. Sutrasalem. Big battles for life. Battles. Is anybody on here, man? Are we just like. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. So on that note, man, where was I going with this? Dude, turn your mic to your face. This. It's bugging me. Sorry. I'm all particular, dude. <laughs> dude, I can tell. Turn your mic straight. What are you doing? <laughs> tell me how you want it, bro. How do you want this it? This isn't a cell phone. Turn that thing straight. <laughs> Sorry, man. But you let me. I'm trying so hard. So anyway. Well, that's good. Do you do anything else? Like, Do you feel like it really helps? Do you feel like you see yourself day in, day out like, oh, this helps? Or are you kind of like, 
kind of like, eh, I guess. I, mm, Becoming just a well, habit. I was. It's a good question. I do find myself like before I go to bed, if I haven't told myself what I'm grateful for that day, like I don't go to bed until I tell myself like, hey, what happened today that, you know, things came into your life that you're grateful for. So I think in that sense, yes, it's helped me stop and realize, yeah, as much shit as I might be going through during the day, like how stressed I am, like stop and be thankful for the wins, the little things that you, that helped you get through the day, you know, like talking to my kids or waking up to an amazing sunrise or watching the sun go down or, you know, being able to stand outside, watch the moon or lay in bed and just actually fucking breathe, you know, being able to stretch, listen to your body. Like, dude, there's, even the little things just waking up and dude you woke up today how fucking how amazing is that you know the just those little things you take for granted every day so i in that sense i think it's helped in me before i go to bed each night if i haven't told my you know written down some things i'm grateful for i'm like wait i can't go to sleep until i tell myself hey man what are you grateful for today you know so for me, that works. It's definitely a different mindset of like, dude, despite all the shit you're going through, you have so much to be grateful for. Yeah. And whether, you know, what are, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to change, but I know it helps me feel better. So and that works for me. Nice. So. Yeah, I, uh. Dude, I worry about death lately. Death? Death. You know, I, I'm i afraid of a lot of things in life, but usually I can get like through it. Even going to the dentist is like, <sighs> sit there and <laughs> drill in my teeth. I respect what they do because I can't do that job. But I, I've been through so much dental work, even as a kid, that, uh, let me get a sip too. That what now as I'm getting older, I don't dread it, but I'm like, oh, I really have to gear up for it, and I get through it. But I think about death. I don't think I want to sound weird or like, dude, what's his problem? Um, but I think about death a lot, dude. Like that is frightening. Really, it's frightening. Mm-hmm. And I, I I expressed this when I was in Chicago with our friends. I was like, dude, you could be the most spiritual, in tune. You can have done all the drugs in the world and so-called found found yourself and found comfort with death. But, dude, when that day comes, I don't care who you are, man. That's frightening to know. You don't know what's over there. That's over true. Next, you you nobody knows. Nobody knows what's gonna happen when. You just stop breathing. Yeah. And the I, lights turned out. It's like, dude, what? Huh? <laughs> it's a f- creepiest concept ever that you're trying to wrap your head around. As I get older, I'm like, okay. And I I see people get older. My friends that are like older than me are becoming older and I'm kind of catching up. It's like, dude, that doesn't look fun. <laughs> you know? 
Getting old does not look fun. I mean, it could be fun. I don't know. No, I so I have a different perspective on death because I feel like I've died a few times already. <laughs> With your sleep apnea, <laughs> what, dude? Nah, I just uh, I don't. I've come to, I don't know, maybe I've come to terms with, dude, we're going to die at some point, and I'm not afraid of it. Like, it's going to happen. I mean, we can't stop it. You can be the healthiest fucking person on the earth. You can take all the pills, work out, eat the healthiest, and how many times have you heard that person fucking gets cancer or some disease and fucking dies? Happens all the time. So why be afraid of it? Because at some point that's going to happen. We don't know when, but it's going to happen. So why not just live life like you're going to, to its fullest and just, Hey, I mean, I will say this to you, to your point, to agree with you, like, you know, with my sleep issues and, I don't know if I'm going to wake up in the morning. I never know if I'm going to fucking be awake. I know. It's frightening to think about. But. I've seen you. I've seen you run around in your, <laughs> in your sleep. And so. I was like, dude, what is going on over there? You, you know, I have my own <laughs> issues with sleep and I don't sleep a lot. And if I do, like, I never know if I'm going to wake up. But. Because I have those issues doesn't mean anything because you could go to sleep tonight and not wake up tomorrow just because I know it's crazy huh? so it does it does it really fucking matter I think it matters because it just matters you could walk out the door tomorrow and get fucking hit by a trash can you know like fucking die I know but like uh, I, <laughs> like you see, can't see what I you can't get. be afraid of it because it ultimately it's going to happen at some point. I guess I wouldn't say I'm afraid of it. I'm a, I'm afraid of. Let me retract <laughs> everything I just said. I'm afraid of it, but I'm also kind of upset with it. Like that's that's it. Yeah, you know, well, like that is a that is a bad card dealt for everybody. Right, because you don't know what you're going into, right? Like, yeah. if you knew, hey, if I die, I'm going to do fucking life after death. is going to be fucking amazing. So I can't wait to die, right? You'd think differently. Yeah. But if you were told, man, if you fucking die, God, you're going to some place you have no idea. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, there's demons ripping you apart for the rest <laughs> like, of your life. Like, what? I wanna, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't want to die. So I think the unknown, the unknown of not knowing exactly what's going to happen when you take that last breath is scary. Super. Because it could just be like, I take my last breath and nothing. Darkness, black, you're done. You never think a thought again. You never breathe a breath again. You're just done. Or you, there could be unlimited possibilities of what could happen after you die, right? We don't know. You know, religion will tell you one thing. Yogis will tell you one thing. Yogis? What are yogis? <laughs> your spiritual yogi people. Yoga. Know, like, your, people shaman, your, your shamans. Your shamans or whatever will tell you one thing. 
That's and, just a lot of people getting high. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we can go and do shrooms and DMT tonight and be like, fuck, you know what happens when you die? Dude, we're going to tell you right now. Cause yeah. So it's just up to interpretation for sure. But I don't think it's anything to be scared about because if there's anything I've learned in my own experiences with like hypnotherapy and talking like, dude, there's more life to live. Like, this is just a temporary deal. We came with like, oh, you know what? I'm going to take this human form and, you know, chill on earth for a little bit and like get stressed the fuck out and, you know, do whatever. And then I'm going to die and come back as a fucking tree or a dog and fucking live another life and be cool. But, you know, I don't know. That makes more sense. I feel like the Native Americans were onto something. But then again, they were high a lot. <laughs> the ayahuasca, man, will get you. Good, yeah, dude. The ayahuasca will get you. That shit gets you uh i on top of being afraid of death i'm also like we were talking about i don't want life to be so dramatically like painful where you just want to die you know i don't want to like catch some funky thing and it just be a struggle all the way to death you know well so i was having this conversation with my barbara's i guess i don't want it to be painful you know, I'm gonna be nice and nice and smooth. Like if you're gonna die, you don't want to feel it. Yeah, just like hey, I've always I've told people all this. The so moment like I forget who you are, I forget who I am. You have Mr. Herb, we've got your your vitamins. Here's your vitamins. That's the vitamin that I don't wake up from. Give me the blue pill. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. That's it. I want it to be smooth and quiet like that. Yeah. I don't want it to be violent. Or painful, you know? Because I've seen that too, and that it's weird, man. The medical field kind of taints your. Oh, I agree, dude. It's I kind of I don't regret it fully, but man, the ignorance would have been a lot bliss, not knowing a lot of things. <laughs> it's <laughs> true, man. No, I think when you witnessed, so I I've had two interesting experiences at the hospital that I worked at. Um, one was saving a life actually doing CPR on someone on the table, you know, doing compressions and switching. There's five of us and we were switching out every two minutes, you know, this, and the guy finally came back to life, saved him, you know, and then next patient comes in. Same thing. I mean, not the same day, but same concept patient comes in and we're doing compressions on him patient flat lines on the table and i never witnessed anything like this mm-hmm. you know i saved somebody and i'm like oh shit dude we fucking saved this guy he's living now we have a patient we're pumping and without us fucking giving compressions his heart isn't even like beating so we stop doctor calls it and i'm like this is new to me you know the other people in the room have dealt with this before but this is new to me and, dude, there is a dead person right in front of me. We've all tried to save this person's life, and now they're dead. And do you think there was a minute of, like, let's take a minute for the patient? And, like, whew. no, it was bring the body bag in, put him in a body bag, clean it off, move him out, let's bring the next patient in to get the cath lab, like, it was literally, I'm like looking at everyone going, 
dude, do we not just take a second and like fucking talk about what just happened right now? Like this fuck, this person just died on our table. But no, it's it was a business. Man, yeah, it sucks. You can't have emotion. Like we tried to save this patient, they died. We have to move on. We have to bring the next person in who's you know, we gotta put a cath in or you know, whatever has a heart attack and take care of that patient. And it was like for me it was my dude, I was like I couldn't comprehend what I just saw. Like this I did everything I could to try to save somebody right now and that's it. We have to just move them out of the room and bring the next person in. Like crazy, but that's hospital life. Yeah. Like you you have to put emotion aside and be like, man, we did everything we could. Damn. Yeah, that sucks. This person died, but we have 10 other people we have to try to save. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people die, man. Does something to you. You're just like, what? And then one day that's going to be you looking up. And all of a sudden, your eyes ain't open no more. It dude, bothers I, me a lot, dude. So I don't know if I it's post-trauma or... So if it if it is post-trauma, what do you think it's post-trauma from? I think it's the post-trauma of like, man, where do they go? You know? that Like I just mentioned, that, that always bothers me. Like, okay, we're here on this life. Go through all this nonsense. We were into things, we're not into things. We love people, we don't love people. Some people have kids they want. Some people have kids they don't want. And we're just in this weird cycle of keeping humanity going all to end up in the same boat. Yeah. No. So it's weird. Like I said, I had this conversation with my barber this morning. We were talking about this shit. Like, <laughs> What's his name? His name is Eli. Barber Eli, huh? Barber Eli. Brother Eli. Brother Eli. Dude. Yeah. He's, he's awesome, man. He's one of the most smartest intellectual people like I've ever met. Just, just mind blowing. Anyways. But, Let's talk about life, dude. Right? What what I mean, the world we live in is going to shit. There's fires everywhere. Our resources are going to shit, like supposedly. You know, supposedly. And it's like you and I were out here busting our ass, trying to make rent, trying to fucking pay our bills, put food on the table, have clothes. What do you know, what are we teaching our kids? Hey, so when you get out of high school, you got to do the exact same thing. This is, this is, this is life is you work your ass off to maybe own a home that can be taken from you in what? <laughs> five seconds. Uh huh. You own a car. If you don't make the payment, man, that gets taken from you in seconds. Like what the, what the fuck are we living for? Like, if you really think about it... I don't know. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Maybe we're living for... Well, because I've also said this, that we're, we're all here not against... We're not... Hold on. Let me start over. We're all here against our will. None of us has to be here. Fair? Fair. I would say, okay. I agree. Okay. And then, some of us are born into... Decent homes, great homes. Some of us are born into straight poverty. Some are born this this ethnicity, that ethnicity, stereotypes, 
so on and so forth. For what? Exactly. For what? And then we are all trying to find. It's been a big boom in the last couple of years of, you know, do do what you love, do what you want to do, you know, don't worry about this and that, you know, find something you're passionate about. Okay, say you do that. Say you want to do a podcast for the rest of your life. What happens when that bill shows up? Should you have quit your job? Right. It's. I think we have to be a little bit careful with when we say stuff like that. You should follow your passion. You should follow your dreams and what makes you happy. But you need to have something on the back burner. Like my job, my career, that is plan B to get to plan A. That has never been like, this is what I want to do forever. That's always been, all right, deep down inside, you have to be real with yourself. I need to get a job to pay for stuff. This isn't just going to all show up on its own, okay? That's on me. Mm -hmm. How do you do that? Well, you got to go get a job, man. Well, see, and so it comes back to necessities and wants. So conversation I had earlier today was... You know, like I said, I live a very simplistic life. I don't have a lot of things. I don't want a lot of things. and I don't need a lot of things to survive. And when I have my girls and they come, you know, they're at my house. We have our beds. We have our rooms. We have the necessities of life. I don't have a couch. You know, do I need a couch? Eh, eh, no, maybe. Really. Maybe, but. A couple lawn really. chairs. It'd be all right. You know, like, <laughs> did I need a TV stand for a TV? Maybe. But in all reality, like, my girls come to my place. They have rooms. They have a bed to sleep in. They have clothes. They have a roof over their head. They have food. And in my mind... I'm a survivor. I've always been a survivor. That's just my life. And that's what we have. And we're happy. You know? And I think society will tell you... I mean, look at mainstream media. Like, kids go to school. You know, I'll take my kids, for example. I'll, I'll throw my kids out there. They go to school. And they see, you know, whatever friends or whatever girls or boys dress to the T, you know, they have all these nice things. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not, I'm not criticizing parents or anything for buying nice clothes or having all those things. That's the life they want to live. All I'm saying is we don't need all those things. That's not how I live my life. I don't choose to go into, see, now someone's going to take this very personal if they're listening to this, <laughs> right? Like, you can go into debt and go charge up the credit cards and have all this money. Yeah, sure, I can buy all these things. But at the end of the day, does that really... I have a closet full of clothes. I have shoes and everything I want. Does that really make me happy? Maybe in the moment. Yeah, but what's wrong with that? Why do we... I don't I don't think there's anything wrong uh, with it. I, I, that's where I battle with people. It's like, well, why, why is that always 
well, if you have this nice thing and that nice thing and, you know, is, are you really happy? Maybe they really are. Sure. They, they probably bring you happiness, right? Yeah. But Maybe this, that's what does it for him though. Is this, I guess I'm like, is this sustainable happiness or is it a inst- instantaneous like, oh yeah, I fucking got this. You know, I spent a thousand dollars and I bought this. We played for it for five minutes. Now I immediately regret buying it because we only played with it for five minutes and now I'm in debt a thousand bucks and I got to pay this shit off. But some people like that. We're all different. I'm not saying yeah. it. Like I said, I'm not saying it's it's wrong or right. Everybody has their things. I just know for me, like, you know, spending time making memories, doing things like laying on the floor and playing a board game, just enjoying the time I have means more to me than spending a thousand dollars on a fucking couch that I'm going to be paying off for the next two years because I can't afford it. I'd rather spend the time with my kids, not have a couch and be like, Dude, my kids will always remember like, fuck, we grew up in this house. We didn't have a couch, but man, we played fucking Monopoly and I used to kill my dad at it. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that's the kind of memory I want, not necessarily everyone else wants. And to your point, doesn't doesn't mean it's oh, hey. doesn't mean it's wrong or right because everybody is different. Everybody has different perspectives of what happiness is. But, you know, come full circle you don't make i can't rely on you to make me happy or any other thing to make me happy like i get to decide what makes me happy like you know hanging out i'm super happy i get to see you and hang out with you that makes me happy right now but i'm not reliant upon you making me happy day in and day out that's not your responsibility you know does that make sense mm-hmm. like my happiness is based on how I make myself happy, what I'm going to do to make myself happy, surround myself with people, surround myself with things like that's how I see life. Like I get to hang out with Russ this weekend and I'm super excited about it, but he doesn't ultimately decide how I'm going to feel all weekend long that we're here. Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Fucker. You snooze, you lose, dude, because yes, I do. <laughs> anyway. Oh, oh. I get it, man. That was deep. Let's not ever talk about <laughs> that stuff ever right, again. Let's, let's get into something a little happier. Let's let's sing a song. <laughs> One, two, three. Who could survive? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Who could survive? Who could survive? Who one of us will be alive? Who could be strong? Who could be strong? None of us is gone. Zero population is the answer. So this will... Without it, the rest of us are doomed. So have I told you my friend uh, Cutter? His you didn't name. even help me sing. How dare you? Stay, Shame on you. His name is Cutter. Cutter? Cutter. Like C U T T E R, like Cutter T T E R. Oh. We're gonna give a shout out to uh, to Cutter and his native gains. Native gains. Native gains. 
Do you want to be a sponsor of the show? What is, what is Native Gains? Native Gains. Hold on. Did he post it on here? Ask Talk him. about the vaccinations. What's your thoughts? Talk um, about vaccinations. Talk about vaccinations. Who, whose, whose question is that? That's uh, Cutter's. So he's the, uh, he's the Native Native Gains. He started a brand for uh, Natives, obviously. Like Native Americans? Yes. And where can we find Native Gains? Is it Native Gains on Instagram? You okay. got at Native Gains. At Native Gains. It sounds like. Wait, how do how do I want to say that? Do you spell <laughs> it like how it sounds? Yeah. Okay. N a t i v e. Okay. At Native Gains. Right. So he's trying to do some some good things with the natives, with the working out, and being healthy, and. Um, and St. George and started with some t-shirts and we're about to get, he's about to get super big. I'm, I'm proud of him. So good for him. What well, is it just thing. like a clothing brand or so he started? Yeah. He started with shirts right now. Uh-huh. Um, and so tell him to send me some shirts. What is he doing? <laughs> it's my sponsor. My new sponsor. You need to send me your shirts. Yo, cut up. <laughs> send me some shirts, bro. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, talk about the vaccine, man. Of course you want to talk about the vaccine. Fuck you. <laughs> we have to use the hot topic. I mean, it's the hot topic of the night, right? So let's focus. Let's focus. Focus on. You, you want to start? Here's my take on the vaccine. Everybody's going to get it. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> and that's where we end this talk. Fuck you. Listen. I recently... Now, Joe Rogan is not everything and doesn't speak to everybody. But what he talked about recently on one of his episodes is very, very true when it comes to vaccines. And this was... This has been in a uh, medical published journal 2016 where... You have, a, you have a virus like we have. Okay, we have COVID-19. We have some sort of vaccine. Okay, there's different types of vaccine. There's actually vaccines that get rid of the virus that once you get it, you're not going to get it. Um, I may be saying this wrong, but this is from what I gathered. Um, so take polio. You get the polio vaccine, you're good. Okay, you're good for as long as you live your life okay you get the covid vaccine now studies have come out new studies not only do you still get covid from it but you also still can transmit covid to all the people that you've ever met and you think you're safe and you think you're doing yourself justice the only thing that this vaccine does is minimize what's already going to take place. You're going to get, everybody's going to get it. I don't care who you are, where you live. You can be in isolation for decades. You come out of isolation, who's ever had it can still give it to you. Mm. It's not going away. You're right. Absolutely. Um, This has been proven and it's happening as we speak. We're seeing it right now. Yeah. It's so not. It's, I, it's a vaccine that has is bogus. Well, and to, to say that 
what is it? I was watching something the other day, a couple of days ago. The FDA is finally approving it as a vaccine. So this is what, how many months later? And the FDA is going to say, okay, we're good to use the vaccine now, even though we've been giving it out for the last how many months? But because now the FDA says it's approved, the world thinks we can now mandate and tell everyone you have to get it or else. So, or else we can't be friends. Or else I can't talk to you because you're fucking infected and right. diseased. Hey, guess what? We're all infected. <laughs> Somebody has some so, shit you don't ever want that's not COVID. Like, make that, you need to make that a point. That I, I agree. Like, COVID is the least of our problems. Yeah. What about AIDS and HIV? And what about all? like uh, gonorrhea and syphilis and right. some fucking STD that, yeah. you know, we're, nobody's talking about that. Yeah, because that actually is, you know, I want to say incurable, but pretty close to. Well, there's a form of um, chlamydia that is uncurable. Yeah, so I forget what it's called. But we don't want to talk about. It. We don't want to talk about some some sickness that we all get. We get over. Our body fights it. That's what the body does. It's built to fucking fight disease. Yeah, and yeah, we get sick, but dude, the body fights it. Now, absolutely, I'm not downplaying COVID at all because I've seen oh, the I, worst uh, of it yeah. and I've seen the best of it. It so is definitely happening. It's definitely a you know, a disease, not sorry, not a disease. It's definitely a sickness that people can get and it can kill them. Not downplaying that at all. However, what makes this any different than any virus, any sickness in the last 200 years. Absolutely nothing. So, you know, we were talking about this earlier um, when it comes to festivals, when it comes to wanting well, to go. comes to anything now. Concerts, festivals, anything. We're requiring a vaccine card or a 72-hour test. Tell me what that proves. Because anyone that's been vaccinated can still give it, just like you said. Mm -hmm. You've been vaccinated. You can still get COVID in all its variants. 72-hour mm -hmm. test, sure, you may not have it in 72 hours. But after that festival, yeah, you're probably getting get it. Yeah. Um, so tell me what the science or what the thought is behind any fucking thing that's being put out there right now. Because there's nothing that makes sense. Yeah. You know, I think the biggest thing for me lately has been the fact that I know a, more than a handful of people who have been vaccinated who have now had COVID. Got, got both shots and now, oh shit, I got COVID. I'm out for 14 days. I've been sicker than shit can't breathe no taste no smell so what is a covid vaccine actually doing somebody tell me yeah not much not much but from what i understand it only minimizes the um, it minimizes the symptoms so even to that point though 
So you're able to get through it a little easier. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) So I'm going to say I know a person who got vaccinated a month ago, two months ago, got COVID two weeks ago. And supposedly it's supposed to, like you said, minimize the effects. Full blown. Can't breathe. No smell. No taste. Just fevers like deathbed for two weeks. But yet, I've had both shots. I should have gotten through this really quickly. So you tell me, what am I supposed to? What am I supposed to believe? Yeah, because nothing makes sense. Yeah, I'm not buying it anymore. (laughs) Like I don't buy it anymore. I understand that because I've done CAT scans on folks. I just did one not too long ago on a on. Uh, a patient and his lungs were jacked bad so so my boy cutter he was hold on let me see what this says real quick it says hold on <laughs> can't read it you got your eyeglasses yeah it says want to know something crazy the corona Virus was mentioned in a Korean Netflix document shown in 2018. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I just want to know. Yo, thanks, Kata. I want to know who the dude or person or female or whoever was in charge who was like, okay, (laughs) all right, let's turn it on. And one, (laughs) two, three. Here we go. Okay, world chaos. No, so have I talked? No, maybe I've talked to you about this before. So anybody that's got the, the like, I'm not. You get the virus, or not the virus. You get the shot. I don't care. Good luck with the shot. You get the shot. I don't care if you've been vaccinated. You choose not to get vaccinated. Look, I'm I'm totally supportive of what you choose. However, I will say this: if you've been vaccinated, I've always felt like there's someone just waiting. To get this, to get the signal to be like, hey, press the button, motherfucker, because now's the time. Press the button and let's uh, infect all these people or take control of them by just pressing that button. Well, they are taking control of us, not by even a vaccine. It's just fear. True, fear based, right? I, I think the whole thing is just a kind of a shadow of a, what they're really doing. Is just fear. Oh, I can't hang out with you, you, you. You know what? You're not vaccinated. Oh, Did you ever been to a music festival? Somebody has got something in there that everybody's gonna get, dude. How often you been? Like, all you, all dude, you how many times we <coughs> talked about? Like, Shit. you go to a fe- dude. Okay, so remember case we, in point, we got that hay fever. Sept- yes, so nocturnal 2015. Yep, for my birthday, three day festival. We go rage for three days. And the entire Bro, festival broke out. got let me sick. See, let me see what uh, hay fever is. We got, I mean, even Insomniac sent out an email to the entire, what, 60,000 people that went and said, hey, this is a thing. If you're getting sick, this is what happened. Yada, yada, yada. And so, we were sick for what, like six, eight weeks, just fucking coughing up phlegm yeah. and all kinds of shit. So <laughs> the hay hay fever broke out. Let me read you the definition. 
an allergy caused by pollen or dust in which the mucous membranes of the eyes and nose are itchy and inflamed, causing a runny nose and watery eyes. However, it also, you get all that dust and everything that kicked in, it gets stuck here in your throat and in your lungs and you're just hacking up. For weeks, I was sick. Yeah, no, we were sick for probably good six weeks, eight mm-hmm. weeks. I mean, we did all the smoke, the grass, smoke, grass, dirt. Dirt, bad air. Bad air. I mean, all those things combined, we got sick. That was probably fucking worse than COVID. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the shit, was I was, the shit I was coughing up dude, was yeah, fucking it was gnarly, dude. Globs of green goo. <laughs> Like, I was like, man. And that's when I had moved back home. And dad was like, so you think you could get that cough under control that <laughs> night? I was like, bro, I am sick. Dude, dude I, so. I swallowed a gallon of cough medicine, <laughs> Robitussin. I still could not stop. Because my, lo- my body's how? like, I got I to gotta get this out. Sorry, right. buddy. Dude, how messed up <laughs> is it that? I mean, dad, I mean, if you're listening to this. He doesn't I, I, listen. I know you don't. But. I'm just saying, it was fucked up, dude. Really? To have your kids coughing, they're sick, and you're being like, yo, can you get that cough under control so I can go to sleep? Like, who the fuck does that as a parent, man? That fool does. He needs to take more ambient. <laughs> One's not enough anymore. I gotta take two. Fuck, dude. We can't even cough, and you gotta go to your room. He's taking ambient forever, I think. Bro, you coughing? Hey, can you go in your room so I don't have to hear you cough? Yeah. Yeah, he's interesting. Anyway, I guess he just doesn't want to get sick or I don't know. But I mean, I mean, let's talk just what I I think companies now of the world now, in my opinion, is just covering their ass. Like you want to go do something? Well, if you want to go do that, well, you better provide your COVID card, whatever the fuck that means. And or get a vax, you know, seventy-two hour negative test. Like really, like when did we decide that the world was going to be like, hey, so unless you do this, you can't enjoy life. You can't do what you want to do in life, right? Like, yeah. we're in control of you now. We're going to decide how you get to enjoy life instead of being. You know, what's interesting is I think maybe three, four months ago, there was, if you wanted to go to an event, there was a waiver of, hey, you, you know, to the effect of, you understand COVID, it's out there, but you're signing saying, I'm okay with the repercussions of, if I'm going to go to this festival, I, there's a chance that I could get COVID from it. That's what we were doing. We we're signing, saying, cool, yeah, I agree. The possibilities, I could get COVID, but I want to go enjoy life. We're good with that, right? I mean, I'm good with that. I would sign that, right? I'm good with that. But now it's. That's no different when you say you hit acknowledge on like the agreements that no one ever reads. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like, oh, yeah, I acknowledge this. Cool. Check. By the way, you agree to a lot of things that <laughs> when you don't read that. Do they they buy and sell all your information? (laughs) 
It's no true. one reads it because it's like five pages of just like tiny writing. Everybody just hits, yep. Yep. And then when you try to sue them, they're like, well, you agree mm-hmm. to this. That fine print, no one reads. So now, though, like that was a couple months ago. And now we've turned into, like I said, as soon as they decided that the FDA is approving approving the vaccine, the FDA has come out and said, Okay, the vaccine's good. You guys should use it now. Even though we've been using it for how many months? And by the way, the FDA gets a lot of things wrong. A so, lot. I'm just saying, the FDA has now said, vaccine is good. Okay, as soon as they said that, every company in the world has jumped onto, finally, we can mandate, tell our employees that you cannot work here unless you have this vaccine. If you if you want to be a healthcare worker, you have to have this vaccine. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed uh, back home at the hospital I used to work at, they want their they want nurses to get it. They want their whole staff to get it. Yeah, shouldn't you just say nurses? And they're going no. Yeah, and so, now they're protesting, and a lot of them are quitting and leaving their jobs uh, just because of. You know, nobody's buying it. No one's buying into it anymore. Well, and so what I find interesting is you have states who are like here who are like, no, fuck you. We're going to stand up for our rights. That's not okay. Good old Salt Lake. They got one thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> or good old Utah. You know, you go to other states, California, who. California's the worst, dude. Who's like. Okay, please tell me, please tell me what I have to do in order to like make my life better. <laughs> oh, you have to get the shot. Okay, I'll get the shot. I'm free. I'm never going to get sick again. Right? Like Dude, it's just it's it doesn't kill the vaccine does not kill the mind, virus. It's mind-blowing. That's, that's the issue. Like it's no different when you get the flu shot. So the flu shot is a variant of Whatever the last flu, dude. You, we, we can talk you know, about. You know, we, we can talk about any disease besides fucking COVID. You can talk about the flu shot. You can talk about mumps, rubella, what yeah. all that shit. So you, right? you look at MMR. That's exactly. a good vaccine, MMR. bro. That that vaccine has proven time and time again. No matter how, how many, many years, years, decades this has gone by, holds up to once you get it, you're good. You're good. You're absolutely good. When you get the polio vaccine, once you get it, you're good. You got nothing to worry about. You're good. This you, has been decades. Yeah, we're talking, what, 19? And maybe COVID's just 20s, 30s, so new. This is, our, this is our time to figure it out. But when you have a vaccine that everybody's getting and it doesn't do anything but maybe minimize the symptoms, you're, you're going to get it. Yeah. Everybody's gonna get it. We we probably both had it like two three times already. I I know I had it. I'm pretty sure I had it when it first at least came twice. Out. Remember when I told you I was like, oh, bro, yeah. I went, <laughs> I broke out in these hives all over all over my chest, nowhere else. And I go to dermatologist. I'm like, bro, look at my skin, man. Like I got hives everywhere. And you know what he told me? Oh, you're fighting off of you're fighting off a virus. It'll it'll go away. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's fine, bro. It'll run its course. It's fine. Sure enough, it ran its course. But we didn't know what it was. And that's when COVID 
struck. So I was I was in contact with people who were starting starting to show up. Don't <laughs> I was like, man, what is this, bro? I couldn't breathe. I was up all night. I was hit my inhaler just like <laughs> man, I can't catch I can't catch I can't catch a break. Yeah, no. I um for a month. February <laughs> of twenty twenty. I got it bad. I, I think I got the worst case. Janu- January t- you could get February twenty twenty before it was categorized as this COVID virus, right? I know I know a lot of people who will say the same thing as me. Um like I got sick. I, I don't normally get sick. <clears throat> my kids got sick, my ex got sick. And it wasn't like a vomit or anything like that. It was literally three days of fever off and on mm-hmm. um, and just extreme exhaustion um, ache and aches. So I would say like just tired and achy. Yeah. Like I've never felt like that ever. Yeah. Was it like your typical flu where you get like, like the diarrheas? Yeah. It was just, I laid in bed, just achy and just slept for, dude, I've never slept that much. Just fucking tired, achy for days. You know, like mm-hmm. I was like, try to get up and go to the bathroom. Like, dude, I'm going to pass out. Just walk <laughs> into the bathroom right now. Yeah. It's rough, dude. It's rough when you're not. When it catches you off guard, so it's like. But I thought I had the flu the whole time. I was like, well, I think oh, most here, people do because it's, flu, it's flu dude, season. It's flu season. You know, I like, I, I have. What irritates me about the medical field is they're man. You're mandated to get <laughs> to get the uh, flu shot. Right. Um, you can't get out of it unless you sign a waiver and you want to wear a mask. But it's encouraged, so I get it. But what I found out is to get it as early as you can. Like get it super super early before so not, even flu season hits. That's so, when you get it. Okay, so explain that because I've always thought that you should get it towards the end because then it's had time to like I don't know man, manipulate into a different disease. So by the time you get the shot, like you can fight off the previous shit. So tell me yeah. why. So tell me why you would get it early. So I only get it because when I have to get it. Um, it's just, I can't get over, I can't get around from it or I wear a mask for the next six months and it looks like we're just going to be wearing masks for the rest of our lives in the medical field. So I might just I mean, opt out. you're in Utah cause Utah doesn't give a butt. Well, they care, but they're also realizing like we can't do what we did last year. It's not going to work. So I got it last time, last year, really early. I got it like right in the beginning. And I didn't have like really any issues throughout the whole winter. Now, that was the, a flu shot, right? The flu shot has value. If you go back, you look at history. I believe it's either World War One or World War Two, where we weren't only really fighting a war, but then the flu broke out. And people were dying, like dropping like flies, and they couldn't figure out what was going on. And they finally got a vaccine or whatever they want to call it, and it killed more people on both sides combined fighting the war, the flu, 
than actual like shooting. Than actual like shooting and other. being in combat. It yeah, killed yeah. both sides. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. It's either World War One or World War Two. Polio actually hit and on the opposite war. Anyway, it killed more people than both we're, sides combined. Or Syria. Was that Syria? Here, let's. <laughs> you want to look it up? Let's pull up Syria. Yo, Cutter, thank you for the information. And yes, anybody watching this, check out Native Gains. Um, amazing cause, you know, trying to um, instill health and exercise and good body, good mind, spirit. So shout out to uh, my boy, Cutter. Um, he's doing good things right now. So check out his site, Native Gains. As we check on this uh, polio shit. Check it on the flu. So, I mean, the flu is a thing. Like, we... Uh, flu is legit. You get sick every year, right? You know, it doesn't matter how much you wash your hands, how much you think you're clean. Dude, if you're going to get sick, you're going to get sick, right? I think that's what it comes down to. I don't care what disease virus is out there, bro. If your body is compromised... If you're not feeling good, your immunity system is just down, you're susceptible to anything. So to say that you should get a vaccine for XYZ, you know, doesn't make sense. Because when your body's at its lowest point, it's definitely, it's fighting something, right? It's got the antibodies in you it's trying to fight off whatever's in you so why are we making such a big deal about something that our body is naturally going to fight off sure it's susceptible and that's not the word contractible it's more contractible than your normal flu i guess but it doesn't make any difference because it does the same thing you're you're susceptible to getting sick so if your body, your immune system is shot, it's down, it doesn't feel good, then yeah, you're gonna get sick more often. You know, but if you're it's just it just that's the way it is. So here's just a little bit about the flu. It doesn't say um during about the war, but in a typical year, five to fifteen percent of the population contracts influenza there. There are three to five million severe cases annually, which up to 650,000 respiratory-related deaths globally each year. Deaths most commonly occur in high-risk groups, including young children, the elderly, the people with chronic health conditions, and temperature regions of the world. The number of influenza causes peaks during winter. Whereas the tropic influenza can occur year-round. Since the 1800s, large outbreaks of the novel influenza strains that spread globally called pandemics have occurred every 10 to 15 years. Uh, five flu pandemics have occurred since 1900s. The Spanish flu from 1918 to 1920, which is the most severe flu pandemic the asian flu in 1957 the hong kong flu in 1968 the russian flu in 1977 and the swine flu in nine in 2009 swine flu i remember that shit 
I remember the swine flu. It was that's, a big deal. That's more. That's more, dude. The swine flu is more, more deadlier deadly. than the COVID <laughs> yeah, fucking flu, or whatever you want to call it. Like the flu is so, legit. The flu is definitely so has made I its think work what, in the world. I kind of talked to you early about this, but what annoys me the most, and yes, I'm gonna pick on because I don't give a fuck, but you 18 to 25 year olds who just think mainstream media is just totally legit and you got to believe everything they say like dude just because they say something is good doesn't mean that it's right like do your research because it's not always correct (laughs) if i can say that yeah Yeah, and not to pick on any i I shouldn't say that i shouldn't say pick on anybody but dude you shouldn't just go by what everyone else is doing like do some research because more times than not, you're going to be like, oh, wait, why, why am I doing that? Because that's actually not right. That makes sense. Like, we uh, want to believe everything the media is telling us. Like, oh, man, you have to get vaccinated or else you're going to get sick. Eh, probably not. Probably not. That's not true. You're, you're going to get sick. Everybody's going to get it. I know I've said it before. Whether you like to agree with that or not, everybody sooner or later is going to get COVID just because it's spreading rapidly. We can't stop it. Even if you're vaccinated, you're still going to transmit it. Question. Yes, sir. I don't have a question. But to your point, is everything now, even in the field I'm working in, is considered COVID? A cough. Oh, <coughs> shit, I better go get tested for COVID because I've had a cough all day long or I've had a fucking sniffle all day long. I've had, dude, I've had a migraine for the last 24 hours. Oh, you probably have COVID. You should go get tested. Like everything about our bodies now is considered COVID. Good point. So like where, like how do you not tell somebody or how do you teach or I mean educate people that about COVID because any symptom you have now is oh new symptoms this week fuck I scratch my ear itches fuck I got COVID dude I gotta go fucking go get tested damn my big toe <laughs> fucking, my toenail is growing in funky I took the biggest shit this morning <laughs> that I've never taken I better go get tested because that's not normal good for you <laughs> you know like like, you know, if people just had you know, common sense isn't so common anymore, right? It's it's not common sense. But it's like, dude, if you really just stop and think for, for one fucking second, like, um, if, if I'm thinking, you know, do I, I have a cough? Should I go get tested for COVID? Really? No. Like... Fuck, I, I blew some fucking green shit out of my nose. God, I got COVID. I'm going to be out for 14 days. Man, that's just normal. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? What'd you say? What'd you say about COVID? What'd What's that? It's just like, huh? you know. <sighs> Dude, there's going to be so many people who disagree. Uh, they're going to have family members that have passed away. No, dude, I, I am. Dude, I, um, uh, I get it. But... <laughs> You have to look at like 
the underlying conditions that cause people to pass away from <coughs> viruses or diseases. Uh, maybe their health wasn't in the greatest. Maybe they, you know, and I'm not saying Joe Rogan is um, a scientist or anything. I'm not saying that, but he brings up value, really good points. How healthy was this person? Are they taking vitamins? Are they working out? Are they eating well? Whatever so, lifestyle they're eating, they're not eating fast food. What's up, James? Good you know? to see you, brother. Um, you know, yeah, but to that point, though, no one talks about being healthy. You can be, like I said, we've already had this conversation. Yeah, you could be the healthiest person on the fucking earth, but it helps, and you still get fucking sick. Yeah, but it just happens. But we're not talking about death here. We're not talking about COVID nineteen. This is two different things. All right. Okay. We take a non-healthy person and a healthy person and put them up against COVID. Sure. The, Most the likely, the healthy person is gonna. gonna yeah, absolutely. All right, okay. All right, I got you. I got you. I'm, I'm not talking about like abrupt death here. I'm talking about strictly COVIDite. COVID uh, issues. Did you say COVIDite? Codite. Covidite. Covidite issues, Mike. Covidite issues, Mike. Listen here. Yeah, we're going to go over here. And have a Covidite, all right? We're going to have Covidite, all right? And then, um, yeah, my name is Chris Ebb. <laughs> and I'm from Australia. And I had had, had Covid <laughs> uh, many times. I've had Covid. Many times. And then I lost my taste. My, I can't breathe out of my you mouth. You do that pretty well, bro. And my nose is kind of plugged up half the time I talk. It's probably from the cocaine, bro. It's probably all the cocaine I've done. And um, we're here to talk about diseases strictly from COVID. Okay? Now, get back to what you're saying, mate. You're talking about COVID on 12 different levels of not being well. <laughs> Okay. I know it's abrupt. Okay. And I know, and I know we're talking about two different things here. Okay. COVID, healthy COVID. Back to our regular discretion okay. program. <laughs> healthy COVID <laughs> individual and non healthy COVID individual. All right, okay. So well, tell tell me about the healthy COVID person. Healthy COVID, okay. COVID individual <laughs> will most likely survive COVID. Okay, COVID. Non-healthy individual most not likely survive COVID. Dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, bro. Sounds totally awesome, yeah, man. We gotta get out of this COVID talk and talk about the waves. Okay, big fucking waves, bro. Waves like you fucking just ride him out to the sunset, bro. Ride him out <laughs> to the sunset, like okay. <laughs> now I'm not done talking here. Sometimes when I'm alone, I think about things, okay? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> breathe, mate. Breathe. You need to breathe, okay? <laughs> I know you got the COVID. The decompression's on you, real mate. Oh my god! Okay? Will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> talking about that's how we talk. Okay. Oh my god! I was talking normal Ooh. English uh, because you know I'm not English, and I was trying to fit Isn't in. Isn't he fucking cunt? <laughs> Listen. Didn't Australians didn't talk like we don't use cunt? <laughs> you know, Australians use cunt all the time. Do bro. they? Yeah, dude, they obviously do all the time. Uh, well, I'm no. <laughs> they use the word Australia. cunt like it's fucking the word fuck. Fuck. <laughs> cunt is fuck. Brown, wow. In Australia. Oh my god, I hate that word. Don't use that word. <laughs> listen, okay? bro. Listen, bro. Like, you got to use the word. Now, there's great fuck. white sharks <laughs> off the sea I'm of. Australia. Australia. <laughs> I don't know what the seas are of Australia. There's no seas off Australia, bro. It's <laughs> oceans, man. Asians it's just oceans. And great white sharks. Oof. Great whites are prevalent in fucking Australia, my man. Uh-huh. They fucking kill you. But, There's uh, been 12 deaths in the last 12 months, bro. 12 months brought we you from <laughs> bra, bra, you from bra, Hawaii, bro. Bra, yeah, bro. Oh, okay. You know, one, one death a month, hey, man. Hey, brand new. <laughs> 2002. 2003. 2003. 2003. Cherry, bro. Cherry. Cherry, bro. Cherry, bro. 2003, Toyota Tacoma, bro. Brand new. Brand new. Brand new. 2003. God, we're stupid. <laughs> Hopefully, when everybody makes it to the end of this conversation, that they realize this is the best part of the podcast. Because <laughs> we are talking in, like, linguistics. Linguistics? <laughs> I'm not sure what you mean, mate. You, you lost me. <laughs> you lost me at linguistics. Okay. We're talking about surfing and COVID. Okay? Surfing, COVID, and you sharks. Should, and sharks. It's shark, sharks. Week. it's shark Week in Australia, mate. Sharks. Sharks. Okay? Yeah, they sharks. Get, they get you, bruh. They're great whites. You ever seen a gray white? No. Yeah, bro. You nah. should definitely go see Australia and see gray white. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want it. Okay. I'm from Australia. I, can't, I think I'm from Australia. I don't know. Well, you never seen a gray white? I've never seen a gray white, mate. They do. Probably everywhere, bro. <laughs> get out of your board, bro. <laughs> you ever seen a kangaroo? No. Bro, you live in Australia. You never seen a kangaroo. I'm from the south side of Australia, where there's no Dude, that's kangaroos. That's where all the kangaroos oh, are. Oh, my <laughs> bad, my bad. Did you? Where you? I mean, are you really from Australia? Nah, I'm from America. <laughs> yeah, that's what I fucking thought, bro. <laughs> Look at you. You didn't even put the goddamn cup on the coaster. How many times I gotta tell you, mate? Every day. Australians don't use cousins, bro. Well, That's we're, a new guess concept. What? we're not in Australia. <laughs> we're here in United States. <laughs> of Australia. <laughs> of Australia. Uh, Get it right. No. <laughs> not going to happen. Not going to happen. Well, dude, we've talked about <laughs> some very deep things. Shit, so. We think we're doctors, but we're not. Uh, you can take what you want from the COVID talk. Uh, to each their own, you know, do your own research and you can come to your own conclusion, but whatever. I mean, it is what it is, so to each their own, but uh, all I can say is to 
Mr. Herb's point here. Mr. Russell Herb. Take care of yourself, <laughs> Mike. You know. Is eat healthy. Never mind. It's all go ahead. <laughs> Drink Foster's. It's not real Australian Foster's beer. Foster's is fucking disgusting. It's not Australian beer. No. No, it's fucking I don't even know who makes it, dude. It's not uh, Australian. Can Canada Canadians? <laughs> Canadians Canadians are Canadians making Australian, make beer. Australian beer. That's sounds about Foster's, right. Foster's Australian for beer. Uh, you know, take what you want from all of it. I hope you enjoyed the episode. We're gonna talk some more later. (laughs) Next episode will be more fun and enlightening, and more of just nonsense and not so serious. But you gotta have a serious conversation once in a while, you know. Yeah, man. Can't shy away from what is really out there. We're gonna do ice bath and then podcast, and we talk about that. Yeah, what that does for the body. We're talking about that tomorrow. On the next episode. On the next episode. Herb Sessions. Herb Sessions. Thank you all for listening. Thank you very much. And we'll we appreciate catch you ya. on the next one. Take care of yourself. And as always, uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Have a Peace. great night. Peace.